So welcome back everyone to Orlando Out of Context. I'm Brian. I'm Stephanie. And today we have uh, Madison with us. Hey Madison. Hello. <laughs> so Madison is coming to us because she kind of has a unique story and I wanted to kind of tell her story about her time in quarantine and what she's been doing. But first, uh, we kind of want to get to know. Yeah, Madison. so uh, I don't know you that well. Brian used to work with you. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's talk a little bit about your Orlando story, like how you got here uh, and why you stay. Okay, so I actually had moved to Orlando with my family. Um, I had moved here when I was in the third grade. So I want to say it was like 2002 was when I had moved here. And uh, my dad, he got a job with Disney. And so he's been with the company for about 17 years now. Um, and so... I basically moved here because of my family um, and we just have never left. And so I consider Orlando my home. Uh, I originally come from Ohio, which is like, I come from a really small town uh, called Wilmington, but um, I consider Orlando my home now. So that's kind of why I'm, I'm here of, and I've stayed. What part of uh, uh, Ohio is Wilmington? So Wilmington is in Southern Ohio. It's about 35 minutes. Uh, north of Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. So really like down there. Have you been to Cincinnati? Probably. Cincinnati has really beautiful uh, Art Deco, right? Mm -hmm. Madison and Cincinnati. Yeah, I love Cincinnati. Um, yeah, it's really cool because it's right on the river. So you can literally see Kentucky like right there across the way. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a nice city. I like I it. I grew up in Pennsylvania, like the part of Pennsylvania that's really close to Ohio. So love I'm it. sure I've been to Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> So did you grow up going, like, what, well, you, I mean, at three, you were here already, so you really didn't do any growing Yeah, up. yeah, I had been, I had, so I had moved here when I was around, uh, I want to say I was, like, seven, because I moved here when I was going to third grade, and so, like, I had kind of had a childhood in Ohio, but not, like, a lot that I really remember, um, and, we, and we visit a lot, too, so, you know, we try to go once or twice a year, and we have for the ever since we've moved here so so you um, you grew up going to Disney as a kid because obviously oh, yeah. your father worked so like what yeah. is that ex what is that experience like you like how often would you guys go and because that always intrigues I know intrigues me yes. like Definitely growing different. up next to Disney because we didn't yeah. the two of us like Stephanie was in PA she didn't come every year to, to Walt oh. Disney World and I didn't go every year to Disneyland and when we did it was a big deal it was very yes. special thing so yeah. what was it like, like how often did you guys go and like, what were your like first memories of Disney? Okay, so my, my mom's parents, they used to have a condo on Clearwater Beach. And so I had grown up uh, coming to Florida at least once a year, maybe twice a year. And um, my first trip to Disney though, was probably when I was, I believe it was when I was, uh, I want to say four or five years old. It was when the castle was the birthday cake. It was for the 25th. <laughs> That's the and I, I remember the parade that was there. It was the Remember the Magic Parade. And they had show stops. And so um, the each float would come around and they'd stop. And the characters or like the, the dancers would pull you out of the crowd and you would get to like, you know, bang on drums or like do limbo with like the little mermaid and all that stuff. And so 
those are like my first memories of Disney because I, I had only gone to Disney and it was Magic Kingdom only for me. We had not gone to the other parks. Um, and I think Animal Kingdom was even, it wasn't even created. I think it was just in the works. Um, and uh, yeah, I had only gone to Disney probably two or three times before moving here. Uh, so it was a pretty big deal when my dad got a job for Disney and it was like, wow, you can go for free. We can go anytime we want. And um, yeah, so from then on, I basically like grew up just going to Disney, like, you know, I was done with school or on the weekends, you know, I just go with friends. So it is kind of crazy to say, like, I actually grew up going to Disney. It was like my childhood, like truly my childhood. So when you were in high school, was that a thing you did with your friends? Like, hey, let's go oh, hang yeah. out at the park. Definitely. Well, like we, a normal spot. Yes, we would go all the time. And even in middle school, I had some friends, we would we'd have our parents drive us to Magic Kingdom and we would all get in and then we would go to Tom Sawyer's Island and we'd play manhunt on Tom Sawyer's Island. And so we would, um, basically we were just like playing hide and seek all the time. We would just do that. So we would ride the rides too, but um, we would always find creative ways to like have fun in Magic Kingdom and treat it like our own backyard, so. I mean, it really is. And Madison, did you guys, I know you live in Celebration now. Did you, your family always live in Celebration? Yes. Yeah. So we had moved to Florida. Um, partly, I my parents talk about how they either wanted to move to Florida. They talked about California at one time, um, but they they decided on Florida because my my mom had her parents who had their condo here, so she, they knew they would get to see family um, more often than moving out west. And so, yeah. So we had um, we had moved down here, and uh, yeah, we. Uh, I don't know. What was the question again? I'm celebration. Sorry. Yes, celebration. <laughs> I was like, where are we going with this? Um, so yeah, my parents, they had, they had heard about celebration. My mom, okay, so little backstory. When we lived in Ohio, my parents every weekend would take me and my brother, at the time it was just the two of us, they would take us to the mall and we would just go every weekend and we would just stroll around but at the time like in Ohio it was a big deal there was a Disney store and that was the closest we could get to Disney um in Ohio and so my mom had was talking with a cast member that was working there in the store and um she was like have you heard of celebration and my mom's like what the heck is that and she was like, oh, it's a town built by Disney. And my mom's like, are you serious? Like a town built by Disney? Okay. And so one time we, I guess we were down here, we went to Magic Kingdom and we had left and my mom saw the signs on World Drive that one of them said celebration. So she goes, hey, like, let's, let's go toward that way and, and we'll see what that's about. That's that, that neighborhood that that lady was telling us about. So my mom, she went in or they they drove in and immediately my mom goes these are like houses in father of the bride oh my gosh like <laughs> we i love this place and so um from then on they would just kind of visit and they would come and and we would drive through we would dream about it and then they finally i remember even touring the k-8 through school here celebration school and me and my brother we were like this is so cool and they had apple computers and all of that which was so new because we were coming from ohio so that was like real country <laughs> and so, they um we we definitely we fell in love with it and so my parents were like okay like we'll move to celebration and my dad he originally had had a connection he worked for airborne express in ohio there was like a it's kind of like a ups but for air uh, mm -hmm. travel it's like a shipment um 
company. And so he had transferred uh, with Airborne Express down here. And then after that, he had found a job with Disney. And so he's been with Disney ever since. Cool. So that's kind so, of how we got here. <laughs> working for Disney, you also work for Disney. Yes. And of course, uh, we're not going to get too much into what you do, but obviously right now we're coming uh, to everyone from quarantine. So mm -hmm. um, Disney uh, is shut down. So unfortunately, yes. and so you kind of are furloughed basically. So exactly. tell me, tell us what that was like, like kind of this timeline of like when you were like kind of figuring out, oh gosh, this is like real, like, um, yeah. Yeah. No, but like this kind of the timeline of like what happened for you? Yeah, so actually, so before Disney had closed, I remember, you know, my I had a friend texting me about coronavirus and it started coming out that, hey, like it's entered the US, you know, don't know what it looks like. And my friend, she was like, this is gonna be so much more serious than what people think. And in my head, I was like, okay, like, please like get a grip, you know, cause, cause there's, you know, people freak out about everything <laughs> all the time. And so, um, I remember I was going into work and I was on the bus heading into magic kingdom and I had shared an article or like a post on my, my Facebook. And it was like, I'll worry about coronavirus. Like I do with hurricanes when Disney closes <laughs> and not even eight hours later, they announced close <laughs> closing. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I guess it is serious. And so, um, that was, that was my point too. Like when I, yeah. when Disney was closing, I was like, Oh, this is like real. Yeah, you knew it was a big deal this when they were real. closing because they've only really closed. I mean, we closed, I think, for a day for Hurricane Dorian last year. Yeah. And then we've like closed earlier, closed for a day here here and there um, for other hurricanes. But other than that, like a major closure was like 9-11. And so it's just very out of the ordinary to have Disney close at all. And so the fact that they closed and it's still closed, <laughs> it's kind yeah. of like kind of crazy to wrap your head around and so yeah I mean it, I want to say it was announced and we probably had like a week left or a couple days left to to work and then that was that but slowly the the park attendant started to kind of go down as because people no one knew was checking in it was all the old right um guests that were finishing up their trips so so your seasonal status right so that yeah. means um Disney was paying all of their like full-time employees. I don't know, were mm -hmm. they paying part-time employees? Yeah, uh, I believe so. They were supposed to be paying part-time as well. So they were paying their point, uh, employees up until the cast members up until like April 17th or 18th. Yeah, it was something like mid-April. Mid but because and... of your seasonal status, mm -hmm. you didn't get that, right? Correct, yeah. So being seasonal... It has its perks, but it also doesn't have its perks at the same time. So yeah, with being seasonal, they, um, cause we don't work as often, or even if we do, it's, it's kind of like, you're not really like a scheduled cast member. So I just kind of would work, you know, whenever I could, if I could assist someone, if they needed to give away a shift or something like that. So that's mainly what I would do. Um, so yeah, with seasonal, they weren't, they weren't paying us for so for that. so that took you into like job search mode right correct yeah so I definitely didn't know what I was gonna do because 
I had just moved into my own apartment and I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I don't want to have to leave this nice apartment. You know, I had, I had moved uh, back home to be with my parents just for like a year. Cause, um, just for, you know, mental health reasons, they were like, come home. Like, you know, you can get back on your feet, like, you know, take your time. So I did. And, um, a year later I had moved into my current apartment, which was probably back in like February. Yeah, it wasn't very long. You weren't in there very long before. Yeah, it had been like maybe a month. And and now I was like, well, I may have to move out of this apartment (laughs) because I had no other form of income. You know, Disney was my only income. And so my parents, they they were just kind of like, look and see if there's any jobs out there. I, I was looking and of course, like, you know, you had your grocery stores that were offering jobs and, you know, cause they, you know, needed people. I mean, probably one people didn't want to work cause of the, the, the virus, but then two, like, you know, people were just coming in and flooding the grocery stores, taking all the toilet paper and paper products. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I had my parents, I think it was my mom, she was like, hey, I saw that Amazon was hiring like 100,000 people or something. Yeah, I saw and, that headline. Um, I saw that headline too. Yeah, yeah. She had told me that and I was like, okay, well, let me just see like what what's out there, you know, because I was like, well, if I have to get a job and if I have to commute to Orlando, you know, that's fine. And And also this was back when, you know, coronavirus was still kind of unfolding. So, you know, at that point, it really was like, oh, only the elderly could be infected. And, you know, I don't know. It was kind of up in the air at that point. And so I had looked online. I literally just Google searched. And on Amazon's website, they were hiring a work at, work from home customer service associate. So I had applied. And I had applied to, like, I think a couple other places. I was like, well, let me try Target, you know, because I like Target. So, you know, maybe I'll could get a job there or um I tried like uh CVS Health they had a work from home customer service job um and normally you know I'm here I am I'm like well I have like a bachelor's degree why would I want to go work for Target you know but I had seen a quote from someone and they said like um you know no one is too good for a job and so that was what kind of stuck out to me. I was like, you know what? Like, this is a time where, you know, I don't have to explain to someone why I'm, you know, doing X, Y, Z, because at the end of the day, we're all on the same playing field and we're all struggling yeah. here. So I was like, okay, let me apply to a couple places. But I ended up getting um, the job with Amazon. So, yeah. So what position is there? <laughs> Backstory. <laughs> what position did you end up receiving there? So I, I am working for Amazon uh, as a customer service associate. So I work from home. I have a computer set up at my desk. Um, they sent me a desktop and a headset so that I could um, work from home, which is great. And yeah, so I basically just answer calls and help people with their orders, um, things like that. I mean, if there's a need to transfer to like, Kindle or Alexa or something like that's not a department with me. Um, but w- if it comes down to like um, canceling an order, you know, tracking an order, um, you know, issuing a replacement, refund, things like that, like that's what I handle with. So, do you have any funny stories? I mean, uh, you don't have to tell them, but do you get like people calling in with like crazy? 
Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's some, I mean, there's some, you know, it, it's customer service. So I definitely, <laughs> it's a struggle, you know, anyone who's worked in customer service, they know. So, <laughs> you know, you have, um, customers that are, are worried about, you know, their orders and especially when it's an expensive item. And I totally get that. And, you know, I try to do my best to help them and just kind of, um, you know, ease, ease their mind a little bit. But, um, yeah, I had recently, I think it was actually yesterday. I had had this one lady she called and she was so sweet and we just were laughing on the phone. Um, and she, needed help with an order she had ordered headlights and brake lights because she's restoring an old ford mustang and so it was kind of cool because we i would love to own like an old car like i really want like an old ford pickup truck because Mm -hmm. i want a flower shop one day brian knows i know um and so we kind of bonded over that a little bit and um i helped her with her order and and yeah it was kind of great i mean there's moments where you can kind of laugh with People um, this morning, you know, I start my shift at six in the morning, um, which is 3 a.m., you know, obviously over in Seattle. And um, I had this lady this morning call in and she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm quiet, but I'm in my closet. It's four in the morning. So like I have guests sleeping in my living room. So I'm trying to be quiet, you know? And so we were just giggling about that. But yeah, I mean, you have some really, really sweet people. Um, but then of course, you know, you have those people that are really nervous. They want their money, you know? So, so I kind of like the human resources side of things. So what is, what was like the hiring process? Did you have like a full, like on interview or like how? Yeah, did so, so the, there wasn't really an interview. There was like the application process I would say was, was really long, um, they kind of like performed almost like a virtual, like, I guess you would call it like an interview, but basically they, they would ask you questions and you would have to answer, or it was like a, they would give you like a mock situation where you would have to listen on a recording of like someone's, you know, personal information and you'd have to verify the information that was listed all while having like the imaginary manager, um, kind of saying like, Hey, like, is everything okay? Are they upset? You know, and you have to click yes or no. So it was kind of, they would kind of see if you can multitask while like listening, verifying information and also answering a manager at the same time. So, um, you did a couple of those. So that was kind of the process of applying. It was kind of like you did your interview prior to them actually, you know, selecting you. Um, So yeah, so that was the process as far as applying and kind of having an interview. And then how long did it take take from the moment that you applied to the moment Mm -hmm. that you got like, yes, we're good. Now we're going to send you the computer type thing. So I want to say it was because I had applied probably like the week I had the week Disney had closed. I want to say I probably heard back like a week later. It was pretty quick. Um, I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure it was a week later because I started with Amazon on April 6th. So Disney had closed, their last day was March 15th. So my official start date with Amazon was April 6th. And um, prior to that, I was supposed to start a week earlier, um, but they had just to push it back a little bit. So I want to say like a week after Disney had closed and I'm sorry, a week after I had applied, 
um, I had heard. So it was, it was a pretty quick process. And then from there, um, starting on April 6th, I had had my orientation, which was like a five-day process. So um, Amazon, they run on Pacific time. So everything was, you know, earlier there. So my, my training was like 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., uh, Monday through Friday. And um, you would kind of do like, it was like a virtual. So first, I'm sorry, let me back that up. So the first day you had to call in. Um, on what they call like a bridge. So it'd be like a Zoom call or something. So you would call in and they sent you like two boxes. They sent me two boxes of like my computer, all the supplies I need and like a manual. So I had to build a computer. What? And in my mind, Brian, I mean, shout out to Ryan because I literally was like, Ryan would be so proud of me right now because <laughs> I was building a computer. I had never done this before. So like it so came in parts? Yeah, so the it literally had like the screen, you had like the I don't know what you would call it, like the neck, I don't know, or, I don't know something. You would you would put it on and then you had the keyboard, you had the mouse, you had like it, it just came it came in so many pieces and I had to put it all together and follow these instructions they sent to my email while on this like conference call. Um, that was and, your uh, first task, and if you failed that, then probably they were much, you know. And it was it was so rough too because you it was like me and thirty other people. So you had those people that were like, um, "Excuse me, excuse me," and I'm like, I I probably did not even get to ask a question, but I kind of just waited because I did the best I could, and I was like, "Well, someone's probably going to ask my, the question I have." So and sure enough, they did. So it, it worked out, but. So uh, in terms of timeline, does Amazon, are you like full-time status with Amazon and this job could last you year, like two years if you wanted, or is this like a, a, a certain amount of time that they're going to yeah, keep so, Yeah, so it's, it's full-time, but it's a temporary position. So basically what they're going to do is look at like our metrics and see like how well we're doing over the next, I want to say like six or seven months. Um, and then after that, they would either offer like a true full-time position or they would be like, all right, we're done. You know, oh, thank you so bye. much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bye. Um, so, you know, and I, I view this job as temporary, you know, it's right. not something that I want to do forever, um, but it definitely is a huge blessing in just having that. Um, I mean, there's been, there's been these like call center work from home type jobs around for a long time now, but mm -hmm. I think that this pushes so many industries forward and in they're thinking yeah. of, we don't need an office building really anymore. Yeah. We can have our staff be working from home. I know mm -hmm. like for me personally, I've never worked so hard. Uh, if you can imagine that, Madison, <laughs> uh, I'm busier than I've ever been. And yeah. so yeah i mean i think that people can get a lot done from home and i think that i think businesses will start to recognize that and then mm -hmm. you know kind of kind of change so it's just interesting from that yeah. aspect of of the Absolutely. process so um i'm guessing you'll have like a leader you report to and everything and yes yeah so i wanted to say first that i definitely have a lot of sympathy for people who are in customer service it is hard um and then you know, adding another layer on that is, you know, working from home doing customer service, um, especially when you need to speak with your manager on something. Uh, it's hard to do. So <laughs> we, 
we kind of have it set up to where we have uh, like a chat room within our system. Um, so if there's any questions that you have, you have a chat room where your coworkers can help you um, with answering a question. Um, and then you also have a manager or two that are in the chat room as well. Um, but it's not always guaranteed that they'll be available because they may be in meetings, you know. So I will say having um, having that is great, but it's also difficult. You know, it's I think I, w I wish that I would have had a little more of a hands on learning um, just because it is a new experience. And so it's hard when someone's like, OK, go here, do this, you know, tell them this. And you're just like, OK, you know. And you're like, I don't feel very confident, but okay. <laughs> so it's definitely a challenge. Um, but we do have like, I have a manager, she's assigned to me and, or I'm assigned to her. Um, and she, she's great. I love her a lot and she's really sweet. So um, I'm thankful for that. So and, she's based yeah. out of um, the West Coast? She is, I'm not sure actually where she's located. I actually don't know where she is, but we do have people that are, um, you know, we have someone in Ohio, we have someone in, you know, Missouri, like they're, they are all over. So I'm pretty sure I'm the only one out of my little chat room. I think there's like 30 of us. Um, I'm the only one from Florida. So I don't know. Cool. So switching out of work mode, what are you most excited to do once like the quarantine is done? Oh my gosh. I think I just long to hug people. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I think that's that what, might not be something we'll be able to do for a while. I know, I know. And I'm I mean, so sad about it. Maybe hug the people you know, but. It's true. I'm a, it's I mean, I'm a hugger too. I'm not going to hug like complete strangers, but. True. You yeah. know, you just never know how someone else feels about a hug. So it's kind of. It's like, true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> that's so true. I know. I wish, I think I just miss hugging my friends and, um. I miss, you know, brunch. That's one of my favorite things. Um, and I think like something I'm looking forward to doing, I don't know, I think it's the whole like coulda, shoulda, woulda type of mentality, you know, like, oh, if, you know, before Corona, we had it so good. And um, in my mind, I'm like, when this is over, I'm going to the drive-in, I'm going roller skating to the roller rink. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to do things I don't normally do. I'm going camping. Like, <laughs> I haven't been camping since like I was little, so I don't even know if I can do it. But I, I don't know. I just, you could go camping now if you yeah, want to. I mean, that's true. I probably could just because, you know, it's, I could do it by myself. It's fine. So I'm just remembering now. So your brother's in California. So how is he doing in California? Yeah, he is doing great. Um, he, he works for, we're not really, we're not really strangers. Sorry, that's a tongue twister. Um, yeah, so he works for, we're not really strangers. He does their social media um, and he assists with designing their t-shirts. He helped design the, um, line that they did for PacSun recently that had just released. Uh, so a, he's out there and It's he, a good Instagram account to follow. If you're not following that account. Yes. Account. Wait, you mean Keaton's account? Well, no, the, um, well, Keaton's the, Keaton, but. Yeah, we're not really strangers. Not really yes, strangers. I love their account. It's yeah. amazing. It's on um, And I, my brother, my other brother, Camden, he had um, gotten the game. So I haven't played it yet, but I want to, I want to play it. Um, so yeah, he's doing really well. He just moved into a new apartment with a friend, um, literally right as, you know, LA was kind of shutting down. And um, he has been able, you know, to do 
to work from home since, you know, he could do conference calls, all of that, because it's mainly him. And I want to say um, Kareen is his boss. She's the the creator of it, as well as her boyfriend. Uh, he goes by drama. I guess he was on that show from, it was like an MTV show. Um, I don't keep up with the media. Um, and so, yeah, so he works alongside them. And then I think there's a, one other person that they work with as well. So it's like a team of four people. So yeah, he really yeah, likes being able to Yeah, work. I heard California was kind of taking it a little bit harder maybe than us. Yeah, he he can he said people can still kind of go out, take walks, um go to you know, grocery stores and things. He still has to go out and take uh photos for the Instagram. So It's probably a good time to take that. photos right now. Cuz nobody'll be in the way. <laughs> I know, right? So it's pretty great. He doesn't have to worry about all the crowds or anything. So <laughs> So um I know that you are a lover of coffee shops, so yes. I want to know, and we've talked about uh, coffee shops, you and I, before, and we're always like, oh, have you gone there? Have you gone here? Yes. So what is your favorite coffee shop, the coffee shop you're going to run to after quarantine? Oh, my gosh. In Central Florida. Oh, okay. I, oh, my gosh. Okay, so I, I've tried so many of them. Um, I feel like I feel like, first of all, Winter Park is my happy place, so I think that's where I'm going to rush to, and if it is in Winter Park, then I I want to say I would I would go to Barney's Coffee Kitchen, just because I like that they serve brunch as well, um, and I they serve Santa's White Christmas coffee blend uh, year-round there, so okay. Santa's White Christmas latte is what I'm wanting. That's what I want to go get. <laughs> so what's the flavor of, of that latte? So it... Well, first of all, it does taste like Christmas, if anyone's wondering. Um, I want to say it has like a hint of coconut and then kind of like a, like a nutty, um, oh, I, I don't, I don't think there's like a spice in it, but it, it tastes kind of like a vanilla, a vanilla coconutty okay. with a slight like hazelnut flavor I don't so know basically Santa on vacation yeah it pretty much yeah so it's kind of got like yeah that's the perfect way to describe it it's Santa on vacation so. <laughs> and they serve brunch I, have you heard of Barney's I know you've told me about Barney's I, yeah. I haven't been to Barney's I don't think I've even like driven have I driven by it you probably have it's on Park Avenue it's just okay. down the street from William Sonoma and like okay. the Briar Patch Oh, well, probably, um, passed probably passed it. Probably passed it. Yeah, it. it's on a corner. It's, I mean, it's very, it's kind of hidden. You have to be looking for it. But um, yeah, it's one of my favorite places. It's just so cute. They have cute little marble tables outside. Um, but then inside, it's really cute too. They have some seating in there and they have uh, like scrambled eggs, breakfast potatoes, things like that. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's really, it's really cute. So so you've been in Orlando for a fair amount of time. Uh, what would be your Orlando pro tip? Oh my gosh. Like some, um, something that's not obvious. <laughs> something not obvious? Yeah, like, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like yeah. something that somebody like that you do or that you've done or that you like to do that yeah. you know, not a lot of people might know about. Um, I think that, okay, so I think that I would say, um, I mean, I, I like living like a local, like I love to do that when I go visit places. So I feel like, you know, a tip would be to steer away from the chain restaurants, try some of the hole in the wall restaurants, definitely Winter Park or, or downtown Orlando has some great locations. Um, and then also we have several farmers markets around. So I would say farmers markets as well. I just think that that's 
super fun. Um, and it's kind of nice to get away from like your typical <laughs> McDonald's or Starbucks, um, uh, just to kind of, you know, I don't know, live like a local support small businesses. I'm like yeah. a firm believer, you know, eat local, shop local, all of that. So. Yeah, I mean, definitely, especially after, as we come out of uh, quarantine, you know, a few weeks ago, we talked to Hungry Pants, they're reopened now with a window, so, yes. oh um, you that. know, it's good to, as we start coming out of quarantine more, to support local over mm-hmm. the chains, because, you know, the, the local businesses really, you know, drive our community, and mm-hmm. we're, we're, Lens is really strong right now, so we need mm-hmm. to continue that momentum in terms of you know, our local mom and pop and, and all that. So speaking of local, we have a company that was started right here in Winter yes. Park and they are called mm-hmm. Rifle Paper Company. And mm-hmm. I love Rifle. I'm obsessed with yes. Rifle. And the reason I bring that up is because we're going to do a giveaway. A giveaway! <laughs> we're going to do a giveaway in, uh, with um, Madison. We have some prize packs here. So we have a few, we're going to do two winners. So um, there'll be two winners, and we are going to um, give instructions on how the person can win on May 21st. But the brief scenario is now Rifle has um, uh, gifts on Instagram stories. So now you can put the stickers, the Rifle stickers on your Instagram stories. So Mm -hmm. we want to see everyone's most creative uh instagram story and you're gonna tag madison you're gonna tag us and you're gonna tag a uh, rifle because mm-hmm. then we're gonna get a sponsorship from rifle right <laughs> absolutely <laughs> uh so uh, we are going to highlight right um rifle by doing that and so what is like what do you buy from rifle normally madison oh my gosh okay so i mean i have several things i have a couple of um like coffee mugs i have uh definitely a lot of notebooks madison the correct answer to that is like she buys everything i do i buy everything (laughs) i do i do i i don't know the money magically leaves my bank account when i walk in that store (laughs) did you see they uh they now have fabric like they have their prints on fabric and so people are making quilts and things but i saw an instagram post that they were making masks with the rifle print I need to get one or I need to make one. I'm not very good at, with a needle and thread, so <laughs> maybe I could try. <laughs> but uh, I know you like do their planners a lot. I think you like their planners. Oh, yeah. So, so. Yeah, I love their planners. I, I get one. Oh, sorry. I get one every year. Um, and I use a ton of their notebooks. I like stock up whenever they have their sample sale. They usually have a sample sale maybe once every like three months. Last time we were there, go there, they yeah. had like the one side that's not usually open they had it just full of clearance stuff yes if that was a sample sale or that's just how they have it set up now that probably was was a sample sale because they had they had started they had done that i guess they purchased the suite next door and so they use that i guess to probably store things but then also during sample sales they'll open the doors and you can kind of funnel in and out and you know, yeah, so, so those who don't know about Rifle, it basically, um, I forget the uh, creator's name, but she... Oh, yeah, Anna Bond. Uh, yeah, Anna. So she's from Winter Park, I believe. I think so, yeah. I think, and so it started right here, but now it's really a, uh, a nation, brand. probably international oh, yeah. brand. Um, mm-hmm. They have a kids sponsor, like a collab, partnership, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Porksicle, maybe. Yeah, do yeah. they have Porksicle? 
Yeah, they do. I have two of those. <laughs> I love them. Do you, have, do you have kids too, Madison? Yes, I do. I have two pairs. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you the right answer. Two pairs was, from the first line. <laughs> yeah, the right answer is she buys everything. Yeah, practically. Like, I mean, they're really pretty. Um, and their mm -hmm. calendars are really pretty. Their prints are really pretty. They are very beautiful. Yeah, I love them. Oh, I love flowers. Well, Madison, thank you so much for yeah. joining us and kind of sharing your story. I think it's interesting. Uh, it's kind of talks about the time that we're in and mm -hmm. kind of how business is going to push forward with, you know, customer service and these, these jobs that used to be, you know, clocked in, in a big office building, you yeah. know, it's not going to happen anymore. And uh, hopefully we can get back to Disney. You have to be resourceful, you know, survival yeah. of the fittest is what I say. Yeah. <laughs> true you know you got to get your mind moving well, and another, thinking outside the box another thing is is like if you don't have income or you can't collect unemployment for whatever reason in madison's case there's jobs still available for you to go and work there's no yeah you can't say there's nothing there for you when there's stuff yeah, there for definitely you. i definitely think like going out and just taking the initiative you know and just constantly, you know, if you don't see something this week, maybe something will pop up next week. I just think that it's so important to just kind of find, you know, find a way. Yeah. You know? So, and like I said, hopefully we'll be back to Disney sooner than later. Yes, I hope so. I miss it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again, Madison. And uh, until next time. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context. Instagram is where you can connect and interact with us as well as see photos and videos related to this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and iHeartRadio.